Welcome, welcome, welcome to Self Care You Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon, the number one self care giver in the world. And this podcast is the intersection of self care, advocacy, and compassion for self care givers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And so for this episode, we will continue from last episode, which the last episode we talked about um, struggling, the power of self-care, and pretty much the content is coming from the conversation that um, Tyler Perry had with Chris Cromo. And the name of that um, episode was, I don't remember, <laughs> but it will be in the notes again, okay? And so, again, I really, really do appreciate you guys listening to this podcast um, and for following me for all this time. And this is really just so, this podcast really means a lot to me. And just pretty much what I'm doing is kind of like the different hats that I'm wearing, different things I'm getting involved with. And it just reminds me of my why. And then when I'm hearing conversations, it's like, oh, yes, these are the conversations that we need. <laughs> and so what I want uh, to pretty much talk about, again, uh, pretty much what I was saying is we were talking about struggles. And with this one, I had named this one paying attention, paying attention. And so with the conversation with Tyler and Chris, it was, again, it's a really good episode and I'm just breaking it up. And maybe the next time I may try, no, I may not do that here. But anyway, 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 I was thinking out loud again, pay attention to yourself, pay attention to what you're doing, right? And so one of the things that they were talking about, uh, Chris had brought it up in that, you know, a lot of times individuals are, uh, he was saying that this is a cultural of everyone gets a trophy. And I know that I've had this conversation with one of my nephews who's, um, you know, who's played sports all of his life. And I can even remember, you know, like being on teams or parts of stuff. And the way that I look at it and I get it because I've heard conversations about it, because pretty much I'm going to tell you what I believe. Pretty much I believe that came to be to make everyone feel so special to feel included. It's all about feeling. One thing I will say about that, it doesn't prepare them of how to deal with their emotions in life that's the downfall. We're not teaching them. It's like as soon as someone, parents do it themselves, but then they don't realize it. And that's it when it comes to sports that, oh yeah, that's my child. They were part of the team. And if you follow me completely, you know, I have um, these stuff carry you nuggets that I do as well. And I was talking about that. I was talking about even my own experience, even though I did participate in track, you know, um, but just even, even the difference in my performance um, when it came down to it, not because of the trophy, but just say the different symbolism of what that meant. And so, 
in saying that, I pretty much feel that it's more of an emotional thing that the adults or whoever came up with that thinks that they are, oh, I don't want them to feel left out. No, you teach individuals how to work through. It's still working through. And that's pretty much what they were talking about. Along that, what I had told my nephew was that I feel that even though that person may not either uh, may not be good at it at all or may not have up to par um, skills and abilities, because uh, it could be, you know, some social things that may be going on that the person may feel awkward or they just may not be. And even though there's some benefits of being on a sports team, but I also really believe that a really good coach can see maybe what someone may be good at and, and allow them to highlight that. And the reason I say that is because I can remember um, what was I, oh, part of, um, I never really liked doing group stuff. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> And I think that's probably why I ran track. But I can remember in my neighborhood, they did, uh, they had cheerleading. I never wanted to be a cheerleader, never desired to be a cheerleader. They pretty much had, you know, again, it was one of the things everybody, you know, was going to be a part of this to keep people out of trouble. Um, anyway, I wasn't good at it at all, you know, and I believe that I got myself I, I took myself off of the cheerleader team because I'm like, okay, they're going to kick me off. So let me get off before they do. But one thing I can say is that when I, when I thought about it, when the thought came about later in life, what it, I was like, you know what? I should have stayed because it's about helping me find my gift. No, I would not have done, you know, good in trying to keep up with everybody getting off. I still do this, even like with aerobics and even with yoga. They say right, I go left. They say up, I go down. I don't know. <laughs> however, however, getting back on topic, in that I would have done okay doing something on my own. And some people think that the solo is like for the for the person, you know, who has the uh, I'm saying jazzy, but you know what I mean. Whether it's dancing or cheerleading, you know, the person with the most upbeat skills and who's the most skillful, but I would say, and, and it could be with that person who may not have the strength of doing it with the group because they can't keep up with it. But they just may just do okay with a few steps on their own. So it's about finding that person um, gift because they may not. Some people don't do well in a group. But one thing I will say, it's needed because I see this with, even within myself. I was like, oh, I've worked well with groups, which you do. But in saying in all of that, meaning that, Having the everybody gets a trophy is not good in developing the skills of how to deal with life. Because if not, later on in life, there would be that much struggle. Not unless the person just 
Now, some people are just naturally inclined and have some really good skills, really good coping skills and figuring things out. But usually if, if decisions are based on to make someone feel better, that's not going to help them with life because life doesn't have that. Life doesn't care. It really doesn't. It's, it's, it's nothing personal, but this is to help all of us, including me and you, with the trials and tribulations of life. The other thing that um, I love with that, should I say, they were pretty much saying is that you're not going to you're not going to win at all things. And this is true when it comes to life. You're not. So how do you, that's a perfect example of how do you teach someone how to deal with disappointments, how to deal with not doing a good job, how to deal with just those things that's just a part of life. Mm. And so... The other thing, the other thing that they talked about is pretty much a lot of times we're talking about struggles, we're talking about problems. People can identify the problem, they can put the problem on the wall and say, hey, problem is over here. But there's not a whole lot of talk, and that goes back to what we were just talking about. It's like how to get out of. Like if you're in a rut, you may help somebody get physically out of the rut or the situation, but how do you help them to emotionally? Because we always want somebody to feel good. Oh, I'm in a rut. Okay, I feel good. It doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> it really doesn't. And even I have been guilty of that feeling good of masking and when I really think about it, it's again, it's that disruption in the nervous system that doesn't feel good. So we put things in place to guard against that. And it's like, oh, as long as I'm feeling good, life is good. It doesn't work that way. Because later on in life, you will have to deal with the feelings, the emotions that come up and how do you work through it? Because even though the situation may change, but there is those emotions that linger in our bodies. So this is why it's so important in order to be able to acknowledge that struggles are real. No one is exempt. There's nothing to be shameful about. And I also say too that a lot of times we... I just say when someone is going through something, sometimes they just have to take it on their own because they're trying to figure it out. I know a lot of times I'm that way. It's like it's hard. Sometimes it may be hard for me to go to somebody, not because I don't want to or anything like that. Sometimes I'm just trying to figure out what is this. And then sometimes I may be going through, going through something I may not even realize. And so meaning in paying attention to your family and friends because you may see something like if, if you don't hear from them or there's something similar, I mean, I'm not similar, different in their behaviors, just as they say, especially check on those individuals who appear strong, just meaning 
They may be strong 90% of the time, but there may be times in which they're not. And most of the time, those individuals are not the ones who are going to ask for help or most of the time people just need that, you know, that space. I call it that social um, um, space uh, that people need in order to just feel connected and feel like um, that they're cared for. And most people just really just need to be heard, uh, need to be heard and connected. And that's just part of the human spirit. And so, and so the other thing is that they talked about, uh, Tyler Perry had talked about, um, and when you're going through something, especially if it's something that's repeated and, and he's like, for anything that is hard, that he really dig deep for the lesson. And that is so, so true because when you dig deep with the lesson, mm, and I'm saying that because me and one of my friends, we were just talking about that. They were talking about that of um, didn't say it quite like that. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like not repeating the similar experience. Usually it's be the theme, you know, as we all know, is that you will repeat an experience. You will have the same theme until you learn the lesson and Pretty much, sometimes on the surface, you may, you may say, oh, yeah, I learned this. But you have to reach deep within your soul to figure out what that lesson truly is. And everything in life, it is really for your good so that you can transform yourself. And most of the time, what I am learning, it is so that it can help us have certain skills for the next level for the next experience. Cause there were certain things that I didn't know that I had, did not have. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I speak my mind. I may speak my mind, but behaviorally, what am I doing? And let's say in getting myself out of a situation. <laughs> um, and so again, you may not be as strong as you think. And this is, and even though I was doing the work, but it just means there certain their levels to ourselves in which how to get some water there again that is self-care no matter what <laughs> and so in saying all of that is to pay attention to yourself so that you can learn the lesson because as I was saying, there was even parts of myself that I didn't know. It's like we are multi-level, multi-facet, you know, don't want to say complicated. I say more so mysterious. And there's certain parts of ourselves that we may not even know that is there. And sometimes it takes um, certain situations or experiences to help it really releasing it, even though it just doesn't feel good at the time. You know, it just doesn't feel good. And so the bottom line is, is to, we got to do the work. This is what this self-care is all about. It's taking the time for you to do what you need to do. The tangible things, meaning the things that you can put your hand on, the things that you need to do. If you need to go use the bathroom, you need to eat healthy, you need to exercise, but it's also to do the internal work so that 
you can be who you need to be and to be able to look at yourself and you're probably it's like, what does this have to do with life? What does this have to do with work? What does this have to do with my personal? Everything is connected. And this is why self-care is radical so that you can do the work so that you can recognize the things. It's like, hey, this seems familiar, but not to like um, prevent yourself from having an experience, but you can use more discernment to say, okay, do I, I, this bridge looks familiar, but it does have different, you know, characters. Do I really want to cross this bridge? Sometimes you may get closer to say, I'm not sure. But the main thing is it's to help you to develop the discernment of whether or not you want to cross that bridge. Because on the other side, it may be the ocean, the, the lake, the pond that you were looking for, you know. So do not allow the experiences in life to prevent you to experience living. Ooh, mm, 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 mm. Sharon, say that again. <laughs> do not allow the experiences in life to prevent you from living. Mm, mm, mm. That hit me. And again, this is what the Self-Care You podcast is all about, where you can listen to me, listen to others, so that you can maneuver through life. Because by pretending that everything is okay, doesn't make everything okay. By not dealing with yourself, it's not going to help. And it's really to be able to sit back and say, what is it that you need? And especially if things is like not going in the direction that you really want it to go, um, it doesn't mean that it's your fault. Um, sometimes it can be by decisions that you made, but sometimes those decisions that we make, that you make, that I make, they can be based on certain defaults that we have, certain deficits that we've had based on a negative experience. And then sometimes, because this is what I've learned about myself, because what I've, uh, if you've been following me for a while, especially on my social media page, and if you've been even in watching, in watching the podcast, in that what I have come to realize within myself, and I do see it in others, and, and it has a, a great explanation because most of the time when it happens, people don't realize it, is that behaviorally, I can see myself doing some certain things, reacting, not responding. But I was like, but I don't have the thought process. I'm not thinking, you know, in a certain way. And so in saying that, meaning that Sometimes there's just those deep struggles, those deep sorrows that we all have and we may not even know. And this is why self-care is just so important so that we will not carry that because of the fact it comes out in relationships. And that's any relationship. It can be it can be a parental relationship if you're a parent, uh, 
again, parental relationship of your child, meaning you have, you know, you're an adult child and you have your parents. It can be work relationships and, of course, intimate relationship, um, best friend relationship, because it, com- it, it comes up of how we interact with others, how we deal with the world. And so having these conversations really do. Most of the time we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. Again, I used to be that way even as a therapist because pretty much my life was fine. It was good, and which it was, but just meaning that, again, I always like to say it doesn't mean that you're struggling, struggling. It's not depression um, or anything like that. And for some individuals, it may be. But what I'm saying is that um, you may have heard of the shadow side. That's that shadow side of us. It's hide ourselves from ourselves that we don't even know. But it be, it is like driving the Mack truck. And so this is why self-care is just so, so, so important. And so pay attention to yourself. Pay attention to your own behaviors. If you are reacting to someone very strongly, in either direction, because a lot of times, to be honest, we think about it in a negative way, you know, but actually it can be on the opposite side too. It's like, why I feel so strongly connected to this person? Oh, why don't I, (laughs) you know? And so it's really, really, really important to, to pretty much focus on yourself, pay attention to yourself so that you can be all that you can because it has everything to do with your health and has everything to do with your wealth, both wealth, your internal wealth and the external wealth as well. It has a lot to do with the decisions that you make or don't make. And so everything is connected. And so, I am. And so, I do want to remind you guys to make sure you follow my. Make sure that you follow me on social media, in which on Instagram I am, I am Sharon D Brown. My website, hafirmholisticnetwork.net, as well as on LinkedIn as Sharon D. Brown and Facebook as well. And one of the things that I do want to say, because we were talking about wealth, is that are you prepared? Are you prepared in life? Are you prepared for the inevitable? But not even the inevitable. Are you prepared to live to be a hundred and we cannot depend on social security. And sometimes you cannot depend on your 401 plan either. So you can start planning and especially for your children, by all means, let's set them up. It's not just about allowing them to have the experience, but also allow them to have a better chance of doing the things that they can do um, with their money that you're setting up for them. And so definitely, definitely come and talk to me because I am a financial freedom crusader. 
Again, I advocate for everyone and I love educating as well. So let's talk about insurance. Let's talk about retirement. Let's talk about family planning. Let's talk about legacy. Let's talk about college so that you and your family can definitely have the best life yet. Right? And so when it comes to you paying attention to yourself and everything that we have talked about in that let's help our children to be able not only to help our children, not only to be able to be successful, but to be able not to just strive, but to have the necessary internal toughness to handle life and at least to be able to manage it. Because again, no one can stop, no matter how much of a good person you are, no matter how much you prepare. But one thing that I can say, when there's a some form of mental toughness, it really helps and it can prevent you from being in certain situations because it's not always about stranger danger. There are other kind of dangers that can happen and you can literally be, you know, unfortunately we know about physical abduction, but it can be emotional abduction as well. I'll talk about that one day in the future. But again, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Self Care You podcast. And remember, this is all about how different ways where you can be well, you can be healthy, and even wealthy. We're talking about both sides, not just internal, but the external well, because your internal is going to help you on your external life. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Since you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to Self Care You podcast on Anchor or Spotify. You can also find us on YouTube at Sharon D. Brown Self Care Authority. For updates on self care workshops, training, and conferences, visit us at www.ourfirmholisticnetwork.net, and that's holistic with the W. Follow Sharon on Instagram at I am Sharon D. Brown. Thank you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Stay informed, advocate, and be a compassionate self-care giver.